0: Welcome to episode 192 of Manage the Wild. I'm your host, Nick Madsen. When you spend any time out on the range this time of year, you're going to see a mixture of cattle as well as wildlife. And the question that hunters, as well as wildlife managers and biologists, and even the cattlemen themselves are wondering, are the cattle having an effect on the wildlife? And there are a bunch of different things going on, and there's a bunch of different arguments But ultimately, is there an impact that they are having just being present in the area? Even if you bring in cattle at low amounts, are the cattle still going to affect the deer and elk? That's what researchers wanted to know. How much of a factor are they playing in affecting deer? So they were looking at a bunch of mule deer, and they had three different uh, things they were studying. First, they were going to look at ungrazed areas. Did the overall pattern of the mule deer shift when there was no cattle? Would they be able to recognize a difference between the ungrazed, the moderately grazed, and the heavily grazed area? And ultimately, I guess they found out what we all kind of knew. But yes, there is significant competition, interspecific competition going on. They're they're being pushed out. And it's not necessarily they're competing for the same resources. It's just the fact that the cattle are there. And if the cattle are there, they're bringing something else in. Besides themselves, they are bringing people. And so they tend to be out of these areas. What they found out is uh, the habitat selection is almost identical. They are looking for these meadow riparian habitat areas that have meadows and large amounts of water. And that's exactly what the cattle are going for because they're a great source of water for them, but then there's higher amounts of protein near where they're browsing. And as the summer gets hotter and hard, hotter, those plants start to die off. But if they're near those uh, riparian areas, they tend to hold moisture a little better it's a lot better forage and that's exactly what the cattle like to do as well if you've ever gone into a a backcountry area that has been grazed by cattle you can see that as well the cattle just like to sit on the streams there's a lot of shade there's a lot of forage they don't have to travel far and the banks and all those things start getting eaten away now it's not necessarily the cattle's fault that's just the way they are they're picking out their favorite spots as well as the mule deer. The challenge that this presents is ranchers aren't leaving their cattle in the same area. So they're not going to be there all summer long. So these mule deer will have to adjust while the cattle are there. And then once the cattle are gone, they'll readjust back to what they find is a normal level of comfort, so to speak. The challenge you have as you get closer to fall is ranchers are switching from different sections that they are pushing their cattle to. They're going to go into pasture one, pasture two, pasture three, pasture four. And depending on the areas that you're looking for your animal, let's say you've had game trails up, game trails? You've had game cameras uh, up all year long, and you're just watching this buck or this bull, and you're like, this is awesome, this is phenomenal. And then two weeks before your hunt starts, all of a sudden, boom, it changes. And you start having cattle show up. And you start having cowboys show up who are moving the cattle, keeping them off of water. And your trail cam is sitting over top of water. And so all of a sudden you start, and then no more bulls, no more deer. And that's the exact challenge that you can face. Now, there are some ways that you can overcome this. One of the ways is to become really good friends with the cattlemen's association and find out where they're going to be running in the fall. Where are they going to be running their pastures? It's really easy to find out if they're on federal ground. It's really easy to find out or state ground who the cattlemen's association is, and then their phone number is going to be listed, and then you can call them and ask them, "Hey." are you going to be in this area at the end of the year? And they're going to say, no, we're going to be in pasture two, which is this one. And so there's another way that you can scout. A lot of the times I hear complaints about guys who say, oh, we had this monster bull or this beautiful buck, or I had a once-in-a-lifetime moose tag, and this guy was coming in like clockwork at 5 o'clock every day, and then all of a sudden they moved the cattle in and boom, blew it out. We'll just add this to a list of things you can do when you are scouting. When it comes to wildlife and management though, there's a little bit different thing they're gonna be looking for. So not all habitat is created equal. Some habitat's gonna be a lot better than others. And so if you're in that late part of May, early part of June, and you're bringing cattle in, you would probably want to put them in an area where you're less likely to have mule deer having their fawns or elk calves being born. Now, it's not possible that you're not going to impact them one way or another unless you're saying, no, we can't put them on until June 15th, and then you can put them on. That's just not going to happen. That would throw up the whole system. It would mess up ag, and it would just cause too many problems, so they got to put them out there. But what wildlife managers can do is they can look at this area and say, okay, we know this is where the does and the fawns are going to be at the first part of June, the majority of them. We need to reduce the amount of impact. So if you're trailing a bunch of cattle through there at the first part of June, you're going to be messing that up. And so they can look at different pastures and say, okay, we're going to start – doing for our grazing plan, we're going to start sending our cattle to pasture three, then bring them down into pasture one, and then hit pasture two. And so it just depends on your rotation. But the challenge is, no matter where you're bringing in cattle, you're affecting wildlife, and it's not going to be a positive role. The other thing that cattle do when impacting wildlife is... Land managers, if they are grazing cattle, tend to create a habitat that is more suitable for cattle. So if you have any browsers in the area, they are going to be affected negatively by people who are managing the habitat for grazers only. You have to have a mixture of grazing and browse. You just have to have a mosaic across the landscape, all different kinds of things. But cattle are going to have a negative effect on mule deer. And that's what I got for today. It's not going to be necessarily a major impact, but there is going to be some impact. They are going to alter how they use that landscape differently when cattle are in the area. All right, you guys, have a great day. Stay wild.